I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, listeners. This is Pat the Talking Bearskin Rogue from Flame On right here on the Nerdy Show Network. If you're looking for some sweet nerdy queer in your ear, then head over to nerdyshow.com slash flame on and check us out. We cover everything from TV to movies, comics to drag queens, and so much more. For a gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, get ready to flame on. The following program is presented by The Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 148, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. And with me is the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. Oh, hello. We have our king baby duck, Evan. Konnichiwa. And we have Elite Four, Derek. Oh, hey! And then we also have security guy, Greg. Hey, it's nice to see you guys again. (laughs) So you're not seeing anybody. That's... Sadly true. <laughs> That's unsecure, insecure even. Because <laughs> I'm not doing my job right. As of this recording, the season, the summer season is finishing up. And we're officially in fall. Yeah, it's it's rolling to a close, which is kind of sad because we had a, I was watching a lot of shows this season and they were Same here. mostly pretty good. Yeah, and when... We release this episode when you are listening. It will be the start of the fall season. Mm. And so we're going to talk about the preview because none of the shows have actually started yet. So we're going to be talking about the preview to these episodes. We're going to take a look and maybe speculate a little bit on what we want to watch. And hopefully there will be some good ones because right now I'm not 100% sure. It kind of seems like... It looks a little like the fall season is going to be a nice catch-up season. Everything if you want to watch like... anything else, watch anything else. Everything looks like anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does all look like anime. <laughs> but first, let's talk about some news stories. Ooh. News bell, guys. Ring that news bell. And that's why Evan had to run off to the side before the recording. Yep. That's what I thought it was. Right, you said you had a good news story to kick it off, Jonathan. Yeah, so have you all heard the story? It was posted by Wicked Fan Mike on the Nerdy Show Lounge page uh, of a My Hero Academia fan saves a woman in a California Starbucks from being stabbed to death by her ex-boyfriend. Hmm. So uh, Yes! Yes. Uh, so... He attributes his... His name is Blaine Hodge. He's a 27-year-old artist in 
California. And he accredits his ability to save this woman to his love for superheroes and specifically My Hero Academia. In the new story that was taken place that was run in California, he's actually wearing a All Might shirt when they're showing pictures of him from his Instagram. And then when they interview him, he has a cast on his arm because he needed to get like 200 stitches from the attacker. Uh, wow. He was wearing a no mite shirt hmm. uh, and a, or small mite. Um, and they, so, so he is always wearing My Hero Academia shirts and his friend who was with him at the Starbucks also said, well, quoted that everybody else was running away from this guy, but Blaine was the only one that said, I'm going to stop this guy regardless if I get stabbed, I can't let this woman die. And that was his, he, he jumped into action because that's what All Might would do. And save this woman. And he actually started a GoFundMe page to help with uh, his hospital bills afterwards. Because he did get stabbed uh, quite a few times on his hands. He had lacerations on both of his hands. And it required 200 stitches. And he was looking for $9,000 to cover his bills. And there are still 13 days left. As of this recording, there are still 13 days left in this campaign to pay off his $9,000 bills, but they close donations because he currently has over $50,000 donated to him. Oh, wow. Well, and I think that's the problem I have with GoFundMe, is GoFundMe is so that you can fund something for a very specific purpose, and the fact that you can go over your amount on GoFundMe doesn't make any sense, because after you go over your amount for GoFundMe, what are you funding? You're not funding anything. You're just giving somebody a lot of you know, money. Think of it for people who are appealing towards it for like the minimal things. They're like, you know, I just need money for my medical funding, but they don't talk about transportation or anything like that. So people are like, okay, it's okay to overpay for that sort of thing. You know, so that sort of mentality I do understand because there's a lot of extra costs and stuff that'll happen. But still, that's overpayment. Yeah, 50K like, is, is, is a lot. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. the last update, the last update on his page says, um, I have decided to uh, stop further donations. I'm good. I will be good. This money will be such a great help to me. I will be able to pay my rent for a few months, finally get a vehicle that I won't be able to drive for a while, clear my debts, get a bed, and put uh, food in my mouth, and donate to the Jameson Center where I spent too much time in my youth. So it sounds like he's had a troubled life, and he's giving back for that. That's honor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So um, I, I, I also want to point out... That it, this has actually reached Japanese fans because they oh, posted wow. it on Sora News 24 and Japanese netizens were like, that is a hero. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's let's uh, give it up for, for Blaine Hodge. Hopefully he has a speedy recovery and everything. Oh, yeah. Shall we say the line? Shall we... Oh, yeah. One, two, <laughs> two three. Plus, plus Ultra! <laughs> also, I get to throw in there... I'm not going to say what corporate coffee chain I work for, <laughs> but I will say I support this story <laughs> in its entirety, and I'm ashamed of you for not letting me know this up until this point right now, because I love this story so much. Yeah. 
Yeah, you guys should have a have another pointless conference all day long. <laughs> so uh all of our conferences have points. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them are racism happens, this is how we deal with it, and then we make coffee. <laughs> so uh, uh so he wanted to uh, say in closing that if anybody wants to donate anymore to please just send their donations directly to the Jameson Center that uh, helped him in his youth. So Yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Support <laughs> So to follow that up, uh how do you follow that up? That's a pretty good opening story. I, I was I was so happy. So thank you, Mike, by the way. Thank you, Wicked yeah. Fan Mike, for uh posting that in the Nerdy Show Lounge that if you are a Nerdy Show patron for ten dollars or more, you get to join the Facebook group Nerdy Show Lounge and you get to see all bunch of stories like this. You get to interact with us and you get to interact with all the Nerdy Show members and everything like that. Ten dollars on Nerdy Show Patreon. Be there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who likes PlayStation? I do. Yeah, I like PlayStation. <laughs> so, you know how Nintendo has been releasing those little portable NES and SNESs? Well, they're doing it for the uh, PlayStation now, and they have a little tiny portable PlayStation that is going to have a whole bunch of classic games on it, like Final Fantasy. It's just five games right now. Oh, they got Final Fantasy. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, they, they Final do. Fantasy VII is on it, and that's what's important, but I already have Final Fantasy VII on my PS4. They had another one, though. They had they had another one where I was like, man, that's good. Let, me, let me pull up the article, because I wanted to find out uh, which ones were on there. Uh, let's see. Oh, they had Final Fantasy VII, Tekken Three, and Ridge Racers Type Four. But in the uh, press release, they also mentioned Jumping Flash and Wild Arms. Yeah, I mean, so it is good games for sure that they have on there. But it's only like five, right? Five. Well, right now, that's what they're all they've announced. Yeah, I think they're uh, keeping their list secret. I do remember that there was actually an announcement they're gonna. Uh, revamp the whole final fantasy series with seven or at least like report them but that final fantasy eight was the big oh yeah kind of red herring in there that was like okay well where's that no 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 one's gonna do anything about final fantasy eight nope because it sucks no final fantasy eight has a really good cult following um but they i i think they they lost the rights to final fantasy eight or something right isn't that what the story was about how does Squaresoft to Square Enix lose the rights to their own franchise? I guess the squall will pass along, you know? <laughs> no, I, I, I have no idea. I didn't read the full article, but I, I did hear that Final Fantasy VIII wasn't in it for some weird logistics reason. But they put out uh, mobile games where they featured characters from Final Fantasy yeah. VIII yeah. in title fa- Final Fantasy games. So, oh. you know, where is the... You know, where's the ownership in the characters? Right. But, eh, I don't know. <laughs> they should put in Final Fantasy IX. I think it was the best one. You thought Final Fantasy IX was the best no, one? No, Final Fantasy VII is the best one. Final Fantasy IX yeah. was good, but it wasn't Final Fantasy VII. Mm, I don't my know, my <laughs> one, two, three are Final Fantasy VII, ten, and then twelve. Everybody says that ten, or... but ten was Dumb and bad. <laughs> Alright. Alright. I'm, will, I'm willing to go 8, 12, 10. Because I forgot about that. But still, 10 still... Yeah, 
Okay, Whistle Coon goes back and forth too. I get it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just Final Fantasy X didn't gri- grip me mostly because uh, the story wasn't as enticing as I, I liked the mechanical changes to the game. I yes. did not like the whole let's do a half hour tutorial that you have to watch on how to make this uh, stat sphere work. You know, that was, that was, want, yeah, that was really. Do y'all want a blitz ball for a bit? <laughs> it's impossible didn't, like, to win. Thir- didn't like thirteen have like a three or four hour tutorial? Probably Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, it was called the oh, game. The yeah, the whole game. It never did. Yeah. That <laughs> I'm not even touching the controller, but I'm running down the hallway. <laughs> ah! The game is playing itself. Ah! Such, such is life. Which kind of sinks because Lightning is a really cool character. That was the problem with yeah. Final Fantasy X. No good waifus. <laughs> no, a lot of people really like Yuna. What? Yes! Oh my god, Yuna's great. Is Liked she... her so much that they gave her her own game with it's ten the, two. It's the heiress that that knew not to die. Oh, that's a spoiler, and I don't want to uh, cut that out. Cause, cause oh, that. oh, right. Eris, yeah, she lives forever. You know, she's like... According to Wreck-It Ralph. I, I, uh, I uh, totally am on board with not spoiling Final Fantasy VII, even though a lot of people know what happens. Mostly because now that Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out, there's going to be a whole bunch of people who want to like learn about Final Fantasy 7 again. That Final Fantasy spoiler is the equivalent of the Sixth Sense spoiler. <laughs> where it's like, it's, okay, yeah. It's also people. 20 oh, years dead? old. Well, oh, I have, spoiler to... alert. Uh, Bruce Willis is dead. And so is his uh, yeah, dramatic but, career. But you have to realize that I know, <laughs> that I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of really dumb kids that are just like, I want to learn about Final Fantasy VII. And I'm just like, you don't know? And they're like, no. I was like, oh, I have to protect you. Okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, kids. You're not listening to this episode. <laughs> 20 years old. Um, so was Cowboy Bebop, but we don't want to spoil Cowboy Bebop's ending. Yeah. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> it's not about the ending. It's about the adventure. Uh, but the ending is amazing. It's one of the best anime endings ever. <laughs> So, okay, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> it's poetic as fuck, man. It's, yeah, really it's good. so good. It's so good. I love. I do like fuck. So <laughs> that'll be good. That's the most poetic word. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? Uh, who wants? Who wants to? Who wants to spout their news from their news hole? All right. So, how about Netflix announcing a live-action Avatar: The Last Airbender series with the original creators and M Night Shyamalan being locked away from it, from not even touching it? I think it's dumb. Yeah. And here's why. What a twist! M Night Shyamalan is the main character. Okay, and here's why it's dumb. There's already an animated version of it. Yeah. Congratulations! You're remaking the same show, but with real people, and animation is better. That's dumb. Don't waste your money and making that stupid thing. Make something new. Like, just watch the animated version. I don't understand why they're making a live-action version. Don't do it. That's dumb. What if it was, like, the Sin City type of uh, stylization? I'd, I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that. That would be different. But it's not. <laughs> I know, but, like, all right, so it's gonna be shit. We'll just acknowledge that. 
But what if it was something that could be, like, quirky? Nobody said that it was going to be bad. It's just that it's a dumb, it's dumb. idea to yeah. remake it because... Because it's already animated. Yeah, it's our, it's, and it's all, not only is it already animated, it's already, like, the perfect show. Yeah, and it, it's already amazing. It's, why, why would you just watch the same exact thing again just to watch it in live action? I just don't understand. It's the same story. Voice actors can be anyone, anywhere, but actors, well, you get live action Aang. We all know how that went the first time that we tried it's, it. It's just not appropriate, and I just don't understand. I understand that Avatar The Last Airbender is a, is a massive property, and you have to keep making money off of it, but just don't rehash the same junk over and over and over again. Do something new. Yeah, what if they made a... What if they you know, made an Avatar... Dragon Ball tried something new. <laughs> I'll, I'll have you know that. And, uh... Oh. Oh. Dragon Ball was fantastic. What, are you talking yeah, about Dragon Ball Evolution? It's, it's, no, the live action it's fa- movie. It's fantastic the same way <laughs> that a pile of shit with the rainbow coming out of it is fantastic. You try to shine up crap, you get shiny crap. Uh... <laughs> But, uh, no, so I think that if they were making an Avatar The Last Airbender series, but it wasn't the original series, like, if it was, like, this is a whole new property. Yeah, if it was a universe story. It's like, oh, this takes place in the same universe, and it's live action, not animated. Okay. It takes place after Korra. Not not even after Korra. It takes place in between Korra and Avatar. It takes place at the same time as Avatar The Last Airbender. But then it wouldn't be an Avatar thing. Or it's this kid, and he's named Boruto. <laughs> yeah, I so it's dumb. I I hate it. I, I just I hate it on principle. And thank uh, of, you. Of you can just watch the animated version and it's going to be amazing. Now I, Evan started this story. What, Evan, what do you oh, think? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, it can have potential. I mean, already reading that they're going to they're they're not going to be whitewashing it. They're actually going to be legit like casting people of like Inuit descent and not. They're not going to do what M. Night Shyamalan did and fuck it up royally. But it still goes along with the lines of, I don't care because there's an animated version of this. Why are you making it live action and wasting all this money? Because they can. Yeah, it's a, no, but they can't because Netflix is totally bankrupt. <laughs> They've been bankrupt. They are billions of dollars in debt, but they still keep making crap. Because they've got so much money in contracts that it's like, all right, so we owe this amount. But we're gaining this amount, so let's see what happens. Can we derail again for just another <laughs> hot second? Yeah, sure. What? Talking about things that are really, really iffy. And I want to talk about the new Joker oh, that yeah. Joaquin Phoenix yeah. is playing. That okay. also looks like crap. So first and foremost, I freaking love Joaquin Phoenix. He's Me like too. a totally underrated actor and he should be on the screen. Are more. you kidding? He's a psychopath. What? He's a method actor who is, like, really hard to deal with. But he's great. Yeah, I mean, in the same way that Christian Bale and, uh... Christian Bale's not great. He's not a great actor. I know, because they're all method actors and they're all insane. No, but Joaquin (laughs) Pina is actually good, is what I'm saying. Wasn't Heath Ledger a method actor? Yeah, and that's what killed him. I I understand, but, like, Joaquin Phoenix, then, I think, could be very well suited for this role. I mean... I, you gotta give him a shot at least. No, I, I'm I think not, I, I, the, the, Joker looks the thing dumb. that gives me just a little speck of hope is the fact that Martin Scorsese is involved with this movie. Well, because it's kind of a gangster flick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like that because I have no, I have no inkling that Martin Scorsese is 
any way, shape, or form a comic book fan. And yes, you do need to be a comic book fan in order to pull this off right. And, Let's look right. at Suicide so Squad. So what, what name would make you feel comfortable None. if you Don't heard... Don't make it. <laughs> oh, for directing a Joker movie? <laughs> or at least collaborating, but yes. Um, oh at least God. with writing or, you know, how it goes. <laughs> I... So, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. I'm <laughs> love the punchline there, but uh, go Mark Hamill. If you ever see Mark Hamill in relation to the Joker, you know it's going to be done right. He's yeah. a, he's an actor though, like not he's not a director. You're asking for a director that would be involved in it, right? But still, well, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. But if you. S- the question was, if you saw any name in relation to the direction towards the Joker, which would you trust the most? So, I'm going to throw the name Mark Hamill out there, because <laughs> yeah. I think they really need to get Mark Hamill in there to be able to direct the character yeah. of this, because they're trying to make it a thing. And there's one person who knows what it should be, and he's very enthusiastic about explaining what it should be. Yeah, and that's I, Mark I Hamill. So, I, I agree. So I would pick uh, Scott Snyder, uh, and he's in. I, I know he's actually a comic book guy, and he's written Batman for years. And Scott Snyder has, has I believe he he wrote one of my favorite Joker stories. I, I'd have to find out who exactly wrote, but um. Okay, but here's uh, about the project. The Red Alert. About the uh, project itself, though, is they're specifically picking an origin story of the Joker that's not necessarily true. Every single origin story about the Joker is a lie. That's the Mm. problem with making a Joker movie is that nobody knows who the Joker is. And as a matter of fact, this is a spoiler alert for anybody, but this happened like five years ago, uh, when they rebooted the universes for comic books again after the New 52 bombed and then they did Rebirth, which actually wasn't five years ago. It was only like two years ago. Um, mm. They Batman found out that there's actually three identities of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And there were three different Jokers that he's been he's been chasing his entire life. He did not know this up until like a couple years ago. So... Um, Greg's been trying to squeak in. No, keep keep going with your point here. So, but the the point is, is that there are so many different stories of the Joker, and every single origin is a lie. And that's the main thing that I want people to walk away from this, is that they're making a truth movie about the origin of the Joker, and there isn't one. Go, Greg. I mean, I was just going to say, because I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, hopefully his acting's great, but I just looked at some photos of his face paint, and it looks absolutely terrible yeah see i'm i'm so sick of all these edgelord jokers that <laughs> edgelord jokers that, i love that where it's it kind of looked like um captain spaulding from house <laughs> of a thousand corpses yeah and but except so cap our producer cap made a really good point on on the facebook lounge where he said i'm so sick of all of these jokers where they're like messy face paint and it's asymmetrical and ooh, it's edgy and weird um, because symmetry is so much more creepy, and I, I put my two cents in agreeing with him, and I said, yeah, have you ever seen the metal band? There's a Swedish metal band out there called Avatar, and yes. he's not even supposed to be scary, but his clown makeup is scary, 
because it's it's sy- perfect. It's symmetrical and perfect, and it looks like it's a part of his face. And he also knows how to smile. Very, yeah, and he very smiles well. very well. Everybody, look up the the metal band uh, Avatar. You have to. You'll. I highly recommend Hail the Apocalypse. It is a fantastic track. Yeah. Uh, and 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 that's what I think a really good Joker face paint should look like. You know. And I don't, I don't know, and but everybody wants to go with the I'm edgy and asymmetrical. Can I also recommend an actor that I think would be better suited than Joaquin Phoenix to this? See, that's creepy. Yeah. So John Starr just showed me a photo of a perfect asymmetrical. Yeah, that's the Avatar. That's the Avatar. Singer. That's the lead singer of Avatar. Right. That's creepy as hell. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but a perfect fit, and I'm surprised they haven't thought of this. Is William Defoe for Joker? Willem, oh Will- Green Willem Goblin. Defoe. Come on, man. Yeah, Willem Defoe. Willem Defoe. Yeah, I don't. Willem Defoe. Not the Joker yet. He played uh, the Green Goblin very well. Yeah. He has the voice. He has the the facial expressions yeah. to do the Joker. I think he's a little old now, though. It doesn't matter. I mean, I suppose, but he can, he can still actually be a threat. Have you? Did you watch him in? Yeah. Did you watch him in the Grand Budapest Hotel when he's like this, like, <laughs> oh, like almost mute character, and he's yeah. just like a cartoon supervillain yeah. chasing the guys? Yeah. I, I oh, love it. Also, if you're going for this multiple Joker theory, that would be oh, amazing sure. to have a younger Joker, and then all of a sudden Willem Dafoe gets <laughs> revealed, and he just starts talking with Bruce Wayne in the background, and just makes that laugh, that Joker laugh. <laughs> oh, he could totally do that laugh. Yeah. I just could imagine doing it now. <laughs> Alright, what's the next story? Evan, what do you got? Alright. So, do you like boring anime comedies from this past summer? No, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes. So, the staff of the anime series Dropkick on My Devil is urging its viewers to buy the home video releases so they can get a second season I like of that it. it says urging because it's just like, no, you guys didn't make a good show. I'm sorry, we're not gonna buy it. Like, no. Like, I... There was, there was no progression in the show. The jokes were boring. Yeah. And there wasn't anything there to keep us interested because nothing ever happened. <laughs> <Nothing> happened. <laughs> and, and it was even, kind of like... And you felt bad more for some of the characters than you laughed at them. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that statement as well. And and the fact that, you know, all the characters at the beginning of the series, by the end of the series, were in the same exact spot, it makes no sense. That's not how you write a comedy. Like, people have to learn things, and people have to progress, regardless of whether it's a slice of life or not. If something is happening, uh, and you feel like these characters are progressing somehow... Like what? What makes Nichijo a brilliant slice of life comedy, and Dropkick on My Devil a really boring, mundane slice of life comedy? You know, they're both the same kind of premise where it's just like, oh, nothing really happens in this show. But it does though, because we follow the journeys. At, at least Mio-chan kinda has a story with her manga art. Yep. But yeah. uh. Hakase and, and Nano definitely have the yeah, story. Yeah, and they, they have a yeah. progressing story. And it progresses. Yeah, with, so... Yeah, with Nano wanting to go to school and learning how to, you know, blend in with all the other characters and trying to overcome her flaws with her being a robot. And then and then you have a character in Dropkick, like Pekula, 
who is a fallen angel. Haha, that was a funny joke in the first episode. and Or not a fallen angel, but she lost her halo so she can't get back into heaven. And, and you're just like, okay, well in the last episode, she still doesn't have her her halo, nor is there any sign of her getting it back. And she's still homeless. And she's still losing. What? It's, it's like her character is so depressing. Yeah, it like, really that's is. Like that's like the character you feel most horrible about. Like you don't want all these bad things to happen to her. Yeah, you want her to win, but she never does. And it's uncomfortable. You're just stuck in the introducing the character stage. Yeah, and... Right. And it's, you, it's like, it's yeah. like you, you, you want the bad stuff to happen to the shit bad characters. That's why a show like Asobi Asobase and Grand Blue Dreaming works because bad stuff happens to them, but they kind of deserve it. Yeah, and and then you have characters like, you know, Medusa, who doesn't learn anything, and Joshin, who's all constantly using her and constantly making bad decisions. And they only tried something different in the last episode, uh, which was when... What's her name? The main character. What's her name? I don't care. Uh, I don't care either. <laughs> Yurine. Yurine chan. She gets sick, and so she can't kill uh, Jashin chan. And so all the demons help her get better. And then at the end of the episode, they don't learn anything, and, and it's the same. And, and it's just like, we'll be back for season two. No, and you like, won't. Wait, what? <laughs> like nothing happened, and the episode just ends like any other episode, except they say we'll be back for season two. And, and I, I just couldn't wait for the episode to be over. Yeah, I'm sorry I put you through that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but that was probably one of the most disappointing comedies this year. Just as disappointing shows in general, well, honestly. I, there are two disappointing shows from this season. One was Joshi and one was Hanibato. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hanibato, I can't take seriously. I forgot that was a show. Yeah, but you uh, see, I'm more disappointed in the fact that they didn't put this much effort into Berserk. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because then it would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Joshin, sorry, Joshin creators, nobody's gonna buy your dumb, boring blue Blu-rays, and you probably won't get a second season. Because yeah, and and I'm and I'm I'm sorry that you guys put a lot of effort in, but now you guys are just e-begging, and that's kind of not a good sign. And you should, probably should just give it up. Alright, some good news. How about the first Dirty Pair novel in 11 years that is good for news. this year? It's very good news. So, novelist Haruka Takachiko, uh, Takachiho announced that he has a new Dirty Pair novel titled Dirty Pair's Great Leap, slated for this year. And that's kind of about it, but we haven't had like anything new in Dirty Pair in over a decade. Yeah, for Which... those who don't know what Dirty Pair is, can you give a quick synopsis? Um, it's basically like two badass girls fighting crime. Yeah, and it's very eighties. In very space, 80s right? I thought it was. A, it was it a sci-fi show. I don't think so. It was more of a cop show. Yeah, really? I thought that they were in space. No, they oh. had a they had a second series of Dirty Pair that's that starred two different characters. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's the one that I know. But honestly, about. I don't know too much about Dirty Pair, other than that, that I should probably be watching it because I like 80s cartoons. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know why I haven't started watching it yet, especially because it's like one of the most noted 80s animes ever. Yeah. 
but it's still cool that they're coming, bringing it back. Kind of like they brought back Tenchi, which we never got Tenchi. Like, what the hell, guys? Well, first off, too, I mean, they're also bringing back Gunsmith Cats and Riding Bean and stuff like that. So Dirty Pair is just another thing in, in on that checklist. Yeah. Yep. So All that's missing is Golden Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They only, I mean, I can't believe there's only six episodes of there's Golden Boy. So there's so much content. so much content. So much Golden Boy content, and they only made six episodes. What? All right, what's next? All right, so we also have another anime series based on Pula Magi Madoka Magica, but this time it's actually going to be based on the Magica Record RPG game, so it's going to be sort of like that alternate universe sort of thing that they're going to do. I know nothing about this. And I don't know if that's going to be a good thing. To be honest, because Madoka well, Magica is already so depressing. I don't want to it is depressing, but I'm hoping maybe this one might be a little bit more lighthearted. Because if we're talking in community terms, Madoka, the original Madoka Magica is legit the darkest timeline. Maybe this one will be like the lighter version. We're living in the worst form of cyber. I don't know. I, I almost kind of seem like that's like saying, oh, maybe this will be a slightly happier version of Evangelion. It's just like, uh, okay. <laughs> and they actually kind of did that with some manga. There's the Evangelion that takes place in with it being a high school slice of life comedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't they make an episode of the anime series j- that just for like one episode? No, that was the like the last episode and like five minutes of it was like, yeah. oh, it was all a dream. Ha ha ha. No, wait, nope, never mind. No, that was the dream. But I'm kind of excited. You know, I love Madoka Magica. I'm curious to see where they take this universe and maybe it will be a little bit more cheery. Than the previous one? Hopefully. Because, man. I think what made Madoka Magica so great, though, was its characters to begin with. And when you take away the Madoka Magica characters, then, well, it's it's got you're fighting for your audience again. All I remember is I watched six hours straight of Madoka Magica to, to watch the first season so that we could go see the movie. And then I felt like I wanted to kill myself afterwards. Then I went to go see the movie with you guys, and I walked out of the theater with the flu. And I'm pretty sure that that was the, the- that was the movie's fault because it was so depressing. <laughs> or it could have been my fault because I walked into the theater with the flu. <laughs> and don't watch, do not watch Madoka Magica movies with the flu. It does weird things to you, man. <laughs> it's like it's like having a fever dream while watching a fever dream. It was. I was I was tripping. I was sitting in the Brattle Theater, tripping, like, I don't know what's happening! <laughs> Whoa! I felt like Bill and Ted going through time. These people smell weird! They're <laughs> <laughs> making a third one. Yes, Thank they are. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> With right. Joaquin Derek, don't you have a new story? <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! That's the new story. Shoot! I forgot the new story! <laughs> Evan, don't you have a reminder as to what my news story was? No, because he never told me. <laughs> yeah, remember you said... Ah! I remember what it was. There we go. Remember you said, ooh, I'm going to save that for as a secret, and then you didn't tell anybody. No, I think he was talking about my news stories because I didn't say any of them. Uh, Derek was talking about the Pokemon thing. Yes, the Pokemon oh, thing. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, hey, going to catch them all, right? Uh, so... <laughs> Good start. Ultra, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon have been out for almost a year now, maybe more. Uh, but there has still been that whole, like, mythical Pokemon that's been held off to the side. Well, it has finally been announced that they are going to offer this new Pokemon 
and pause while I find the name again because it's not Zoroark, but it begins with the Z and it's like zero we are zero we are it's Ozark Ozark <laughs> is this the Pokemon that they like released in Pokemon Go like and nobody can seem to catch it that might oh, be that is um possibly right. related but it might actually be it's uh, Pikachu no, it might actually be like kind of phantom data thrown in there because if you look at the Photoshop or like photographs, it looks like it has like an exclamation mark or something for a head and then a cast form body. So it might just be like a placeholder for what they're going to put in there. It it's might... just like some random like, oh, hey, here's the sprite. That's what they want you to think. If it looks that lame... Like, if it keeps that whole same... It's in the same type as the key and the ice cream cone. Yes. <laughs> it looks like the Pokemon Unknown. Like maybe Missing it's... No, you mean? No. no, Unknown. Unknown is a Pokemon. Unknown's a real Pokemon? Yes. Yeah, it's like each one is based off of like the letter of the alphabet. Yep. They started with 26, uh, and then Gen 3, they brought it to 28. Where you had a question mark and an exclamation point <laughs> added. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's very dumb. You know what's even dumber? They even added an extra uh, functionality to the Pokedex to let you track how many of these dumb Pokemon you caught. Not my Pokemon. <laughs> they can learn one move. <laughs> Hidden Spell check. Pack. Hidden power. Oh. Spell check. <laughs> oh, God. I, I hope they make an ampersand style unknown. That'd be great. Unknown's going to take the job of the uh, of the paperclip and Microsoft Works. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe that's what unknown is. It's just the... He's been a Pokemon this whole time. It's just time. Clippy. Clippy has been living amongst us as a, as a digital Pokemon. Oh, no, it's a Digimon. Clippy's a Digimon. <laughs> oh man, a clip you'd evolve into one of those like butterfly clips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then a uh and and then a, a binder clip. Yeah, the binder clip. <laughs> the strongest one. But on a sadder note, what if Clippy ended up dying because he's been gone for so long and then he became an unknown and then he, that unknown took Clippy's job. Would that be sad? A little bit, because Clippy was the man. He was a paper clip. He was, he was the paper club. He was the There's some people in our audience who have no idea what we're talking about. Does it, not everybody out there not know who Clippy the paperclip is? He it's sat right. on your not, Microsoft. Not Twitter. all of us are in our twenties. <laughs> yeah, he would knock on your screen when you didn't do stuff. He would he would sit at the bottom and he would tell you how to write a paper or write a document in there. And he give he was the tutorial. Hey, stage. hey! It looks like you're trying to create a career right now. Yeah. Would you like some help? <laughs> I know I'm a talking paperclip, <laughs> but yeah, then he, he would. He always had the like the smug eyes too, which was awesome. He wasn't just like, "Oh man, I'm so excited to be here." He was always just like, "Dude, it's like you're I'm, doing this wrong." Yeah, I'm judging you. I'm. I know that you're doing this wrong, and you just need to listen to me. Don't hit that X button. Ah. <laughs> okay. Was did you find the All name right, of the Pokemon, but... Eric? Oh, God, I've been searching. Oh. <laughs> this entire time I've been searching. I'm like, zero Pokemon, uh, mystery gift Pokemon. Pokemon so number 798. The mystery gift hasn't happened yet. It's going to be happening in October. 
Well, you know, if looks you like on it's that an dog, electric type. It would have helped you find the Pokemon. Yeah. Ah! It's Wahin Phoenix. I mean, even regardless, still the, uh, oh god, 25th anniversary of Pokemon? 20th anniversary or 25th? One of the two. There's been a huge uh, anniversary event that's happened where they've been releasing all of the legendaries through mystery gifts and stuff like that. Uh,. This has kind of been like the cap into the whole, we're giving away everything, and here's the one that we've never given you ever before. And it's electric type, it's kind of humanoid, I know it probably has a second type, knowing how much I hate the new generations, it's probably fairy type, but don't quote me on that, but (laughs) I hate fairy type, so it's Probably fairy type. But, yeah, we're actually finally getting the last Pokemon, quote-unquote. Ever? So, they've, uh, they've acknowledged that Pokemon will not be happening on handheld devices anymore. The same adventures. So, we've got the Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu coming out. It's not going to be the same thing, but they're probably planning stuff in the future. It's closer to what the handhelds have you expect. When do we get the Pokemon game that plays like that Senran Kagura game? And you get to date the Pokemon, but they're like... Uh, oh! He made, made an hourglass shape. Yeah, I made oh. an hourglass shape with my hands. Sorry, that's so bad for the, So the only way you can do that, though, is if you actually get Surf... Or you go to Lieutenant Surge, and then you surf over from the SSN, go to the truck, and then you go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That just escalated quickly. (laughs) I think that was the news. Yeah, no, we have one more. I think Evan has one more. Um, alright, so some big shocking news within the gaming realm with the shutting down of Telltale Games. Oh, okay, we have more than we have more than one, I guess. Do we? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, sh- Telltale Games. Yes. It, like, that came out of nowhere, right? Why did it happen? Yeah. Was there a reason? No, they haven't talked about this. Like, they've already stated that, like, they stopped working on everything. Like, it has stated that... Um, they they have shut down like they've basically laid off everyone except for twenty five employees. Walking Dead final season has seemingly been canceled. Wolf Among Us season two has been canceled. Only thing they're working on right now is like this special Minecraft story mode for Netflix, and then that's it. Huh. Okay. I I cannot see Walking Dead finale not coming out. Uh, why would you choose a Minecraft? special for netflix over the walking dead which is a huge show yeah i I, honestly i know that there's like all the chillin out there they want to play minecraft and it's still a huge thing but i i thought the walking dead was their most popular title i don't understand how walking phoenix can be the joker we will never know (laughs) just get 
what I can't pronounce his name. Just get Defoe. Get Defoe. <laughs> get Willem Defoe. Willem. Willem Defoe. I just, I just. But like, this is quite. This is kind of a shocker because you know, Telltale games like kind of like revitalized the whole love for adventure games, like the old school like point and click sort of titles. Wahine dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like these Wahine jokes. Yeah, and but. There was no sign whatsoever that this was going to be happening. So there, there are some reports though around the net about. Are, is there any speculation about this? Or because no, knew- that's just the weird thing. The only thing that has come out as of late is that Ubisoft is offering to um, host Telltale Games at a <laughs> lunch and then see if they might be interested in you know coming aboard with them and see if maybe that might help with bringing everything back. such a mistake. Oh it would my be. gosh. I mean, I have a friend that works in Ubisoft Europe over in Sweden. I mean, she's got a great job and everything, a great person. But if it went over to Ubisoft, I mean, it will not be the same company anymore. It would be the same game over and over and over and over again. You get a world map with like little locations that you go to. You do the same th- repetitive thing over and over and over again, and then nothing happens. Are you referring to uh, Assassin's Creed or Watch Dogs? Assassin's Creed, uh, Far Cry, and Watch go Dogs. and go no and Ghost Recon and Ghost Watch Recon. Dogs all the and same Watch game. Dogs and Rayman. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're all the same. Yeah. Game. I, I had to think about it because I was like, no, wait, they're not. And it's like, wait, yeah, no. <laughs> no, this one's just in first person mode. Yeah. <laughs> no, this one's just in a city. No, now this one is in Egypt. <laughs> this one's over the shoulder. <laughs> this one's in the field. Yeah, it, it would be... I. No, oh, Ubisoft. That one's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. No, that was never soft. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that wasn't Ubisoft. That and was that never was soft. Activision, and Activision is also a sucky, terrible company. <laughs> so that's really sad. Hopefully, something comes of this. I, I, this is my theory. I think that Telltale Games is going to crowdfund with those twenty-five people that are left. They're going to crowdfund the season finale of The Walking Dead. Hopefully, because that would be dumb if they didn't. If they didn't finish if it. If they weren't able to finish... Uh, it was, I bet game. you it was already in production. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was. Oh, yeah. Everything was in production. Even the voice actress of Clementine was like, this is a shock. Like, I had finished recording all of my lines, and now no one probably will be able to see what happens next. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they have to. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's, like, super depressing. But think about, like, all the people who bought, like, season passes for Walking Dead final season. Like, they're going to be the ones who get screwed the most out of all this. No, they have to get refunded. There's yeah. no way that they wouldn't get refunded for that. <laughs> you can't, you can't, like... Well, I mean, look at what happened with, um... What was it? I think it was Far Cry. Wasn't it? No, know. no, it was Assassin's Creed, um... It was the Assassin's Creed uh, Unity where they had to refund a bunch of people's. Still Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still Ubisoft. <laughs> wow. We know a lot about season passes, guys. <laughs> well, if it's in the fine print, I guess that's where they got you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, season passes are the worst idea. Yeah, I don't know why people buy into them. Because the idea is fun. <laughs> the idea is phenomenal. Give yeah. us the, o- the only The only good season pass that Ubisoft has actually done was the Mario Rabbids game. <laughs> I forgot that that was a game. I, I, like, it's actually a damn good game. I've had more fun with that than with any XCOM title. So how about some non-depressing gaming news? Alright, so this is more... I'm more excited about this. I don't know about anyone else. But... 
they just announced, uh, Sukiban Games just announced that they're doing a sequel to the video game Valhalla, which is honestly the best yeah. visual novel I have ever played in my life. Yeah, which is crazy because I didn't even know that that game would elicit a sequel. Apparently it did very well and it's being ported to PS4 and Nintendo Switch later on, I think this year or early next year. And this is actually going to be, it's not going to be the same characters, but it's going to be the same universe. And instead of Valhalla, the place is called Nirvana. Uh And it's going to focus on a female bartender named Sam. And she's at odds with her romantic partner, Leon, who is the head of a small Yakuza family. And their relationship is kind of on the rock as they deal with conflicts arising from their very different lives while taking care of their eight-year-old boy, Tony, who's growing up in an increasingly harsher society. Now, if you've ever played Valhalla, what makes it so cool is um, depending on how well you bartend at your job depends on how much your stories are going to progress with all the characters that you meet and greet. Which I think was an amazing mechanic that I feel more video games should be, or rather, more visual novels should throw in rather than just, you know, answering like a question or, you know, being pornographic. Valhalla is like one of my absolute favorite video games of all time for the fact that they're doing a, like, a, a follow-up in the same universe. I'm curious as to see how it's going to uh, link up to the first game. So, that's my good news. And how about we do a little bit of strange news right now? Absolutely. Alright, so ladies... Alright. So ladies and gay men, so our pet, especially our buddies from Flame On Podcast... Are you mad that VR Kenojo is only for straight dudes and lesbians? Well, great news. The creators of VR Kenojo are creating a follow-up with a boyfriend version. Now, all we have for this one is just a, an image of uh, every everything else, right? Like, I almost it, want to think it's a practical joke. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it, it looks like there's a barista guy, and he's he's got like that. He he looks like uh, what's his name from um, like. Well, because if anybody knows anything about Illusion, Illusion doesn't do male characters very well. It's true. <laughs> so uh, so it's gonna be really hilarious to see what they do. Well, here's the thing. Like initially, it was announced as an, an April Fool's joke. But then they saw how many people wanted it to actually happen. So they're like, okay, I guess some people want this to be made. Cool. <laughs> so this one's going to be called VR Koreshi or VR Boyfriend. I'll, I'll be interested to see what it actually looks like. Because the main feature of VR Kanojo was actually not pornographic. You had to download a patch to make it pornographic. So you could still technically have a boyfriend game... That isn't pornographic. And then when it is, it's going to be really weird. But what's the point, really, if it's not? (laughs) That's the spirit. (laughs) I don't know if you guys saw that video um, about... They had a a Deku VR at some con like a few weeks ago or a month ago. And the guy was like... Actually (laughs) acting it out in front of everybody. And like you could see it on the screen and he could see it in the headset. And I was like... This is a little intense. <laughs> well, I mean, we we all know that within the next 10 to 15 years, we will have full body suit. You can feel everything VR. I don't, even think it's, I don't even think it's going to take 10 years. No, it probably won't even take 10 to 15 years. It might be sooner. 
Probably but, five years. But uh, but you totally know that Japan is working on full interactive. Well, yeah, we reported on the show before. If you look at those really old episodes, where I mean, you found it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I know, I know. I'm, I'm. That's and that's what I'm talking about. But it's all prototype. Yeah. And I'm talking about like this is non-prototype. It's fully functioning. We're gonna be making sex games. Yeah. For v- <laughs> virtual reality. They're going to have VR places that are like love hotels. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're probably like right. Single, like single person love You'll hotels. You'll have to bring your own own a hole, though. Yeah, I bet. That's gross. <laughs> I'm just saying. I want to stop talking they're about not gonna, They're not going to have you use other people's own a holes. They might. <laughs> oh, gross. No, they just have a lesson and they say that you still need condoms. So, you know, they don't. No. Everyone still <laughs> wears condoms, everyone still is safe. You know, <laughs> nobody is safe. Yeah, that's true. Digital HIV. <laughs> Ew. Anyway, HIV blue screen. HIV blue screen. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, so let's talk about the new season of anime that's ahead of us. Uh, this is our preview list. Uh, so if you want to join along following at home, uh, especially if you're driving in a car, this is the perfect time to pull out your phone and go to AnnieChart.com. <laughs> that's where I listen to my podcast is in the car when I'm driving to work. So I... Uh, yeah, so I just want everybody to know that I was on Annie Chart today because I had no idea what was coming out. <laughs> I, I had no idea what anime was coming out this season. Yeah, for fall. Um, I don't have my Annie Chart. And this is not going to be an exciting season of anime at all. I haven't been really excited or thrilled about anything. But that doesn't mean that there isn't going to be good anime coming out. No, that's true. It, it, it right. leaves things open for surprise, which has happened plenty of times before. This happened. That happened this season. Like again with the Sylvia Sabase. Like I thought that was just going to be another cute girls doing cute things show, and it yeah. wound up being one of the funniest shows which, I've ever seen. Which is getting an OVA. Uh, this this season, one thing that we know for sure is going to be popular is, and we can look forward to, is the third season of Sword Art Online. Yes! Boom. Oh my gosh! Yay! And all of our Sword Art on fi- like actual Sword Art Online fans that listen to our show are like face bombing and like, oh, I hate these guys so much. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be a legit third season. So like, I will probably actually watch it so that I can keep you updated and, and actually know what happens. And Trash just... upon it properly. <laughs> uh, alicization? Is that what it's called? Sword Art Online alicization. 
Uh, what? I, I saw I saw the preview to it. I saw the trailer preview to the season of Sora Online, and I did not care at all. It looked bad. Underworld, the world that could outstrip even Sword Art Online. Are they talking about when Asuna takes her clothes off? What? Burn. Did you hear that one? High five. Right, high five. I'll give you Thank you, thank you, Greg. Wait, where are the boobs? (laughs) Kirito wanders into and gets lost in Underground. He and his new friends struggle to escape as they unravel the secrets of this new virtual world. So Are you the, kidding me? So the new trailer revealed that there's this origin story of this young blonde-haired boy and this okay. young dark-haired boy. Kirito yeah. goes into the game, meets the young blonde-haired boy, and is like, Kirito, it's been for it's been ages since I've seen you. And is his like, name Whoa. Cloud? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Actually, there is one show that I think looks a little interesting, although I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. Okay. Uh, Ingress? Like, because that was a huge, um, like, cell phone mobile app game back in the day. Oh, okay. Like, a couple years ago. And okay. And it looks like they're making an anime of it. Yep. Um, yep. And it actually sounds pretty decent. Okay. Um, then I'm going to keep my eye out for that then. Yeah, that's from Craft. Uh, yeah, Crafter. Oh, you know what? I've, I This was one that I had my eye on. I looked. I, I actually awesome. saw this, and I was like, "Oh!" I looked at that poster, and I was like, "That's the only thing that doesn't look like anime." Because it's it's an actual video game. Yeah. Um, although it has the same basis as like Sword Art Online or you know that type of video game. Really. Spiel. I mean, it, it it is an actual game which you can play on your phone. I believe the servers are still up for that game. <laughs> Well, hopefully they would be coming back alive if they're making an anime out of it. I would hope so, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think the most exciting thing that we're seeing here is that this season we have we have the fifth fifth part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure coming out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's pretty exciting, but it's just more of JoJo's Bizarre People don't need to hear more about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but their fifth season is starting this fall. Granted, this is for people who thought that they weren't going to continue with JoJo because season four wasn't super good. Uh, I like season four. No, season four was fine, but it's definitely one of the weaker JoJo arcs. Season five is cool again. Is it? Yeah, this is the one. It's it's a simpler story. Dio's not trying to take over the world or anything like that. It's just that there's a kid who's taking down a mob boss. Mm. Like that. It's a simple story, and it's JoJo. Yeah. Now, but but is this is this character an, an another Joe Star? Or in the Joestar family line, I should say. It would have to be, right? Well, yeah. it's supposed to be... This is like a Jojo. Like, G-I-O, Jojo. Because uh, I know I think it's that, like a French Jojo. Because I know that in number six, it's another Jojo. And then in number seven... Oh. See, I think everybody's really waiting for part seven, because that's Jotaro's daughter, Jojo Leone. Giorno Giovanni is Italian. Mm. Oh, Italian. I thought it was French for some reason. Gio Gio. Jojo. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Jojo. All right, so we're going to have to wait and see how it's connected to the Joestar bloodline. Yeah, because I don't really know. Um, But I do know that eventually there is back to the... Because the Cujos come back. Because of, jo- of Jojo Leon, which is uh, uh, which is Jotaro's daughter. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. The final season of Fairy Tales happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I've been looking at this one called by uh, White Fox, and White Fox usually does a pretty good job called Goblin Slayer. I've actually heard a lot of good things about the light novel series about that. So I, I really like fantasy, and this looks a lot like a D&D campaign to me. 
Yeah, it's not an isekai too, by the way. Yeah, it's no, it's actually it's, a legit it's fantasy series. It's a legit series. fantasy, and it's about a priestess who forms an adventuring party. And I was just like, D and D. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Yeah. See, that would make. See, that would. That's basically what made Lord of the Rings so good. It was. It was, it was just a really epic D and D adventure. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's that what we confirmed that it was D and D. No, probably no. not. Yeah. No, because D and D was invented years after Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, decades um, after. Rather. It looks like it looks like we're getting another sibling romance. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Origasuki Nanowa Imoto Daikedo Imoto Janai, and then it's a, it's a, so uh, it says the awkward sibling romance comedy series centers around the younger sister. Suzuka Nagami and the older brother Yunagami. Suzuka is a beautiful third-year middle school student. Middle school, yes. Um, who has an who has excellent better. grades uh, and is a is student council president. She writes a novel about a little sister who dotes on her older brother, uh, and the novel wins a light novel award for some reason. So she wrote Aramanga Sensei. Yeah. Uh, after yeah after the discussion uh, after they discuss the matter, you is uh, you is the one who debuts as a proxy light novel author instead of Suzuka under the pen name Chiak, uh, Chikai Tawano. So it's about a sister who writes a light novel about falling in love with an older brother and she has the older brother be the face of the author. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sure mixed in there is the reality that the story is actually about her falling in love with her brother. Yeah. So. Probably, yeah. Trash! <laughs> what about, uh, mm-hmm. have you guys heard of Axis uh, Studios? It looks like they're making something called Ulysses Jean d'Arc to yeah. Duncan no Kishi? Yeah. Because this uh, looks kind of interesting if you're kind of a history buff. Um, they, is it- thro- they throw you into 15th century France, which is during the Hundred Years' War. Which, that description caught me right off, like, right off guard, because I never think of anime as, like, they would put you in a historical situation See, like they, that. they yeah. do like doing that, and they make it fantasy. Yeah. They do mm-hmm. they do stuff like that all the time. But I like, it sounds like it has a good mix, because, yeah, and then they say, you know, it's a stu- the main character immerses himself in magic and alchemy at the School for Knights. <laughs> and it looks like the reincarnation of Joan of Arc appears. Uh, I believe. Yeah, that's that what, it what it's about. Which but is, which that cool. looks like it'll be interesting, kind of like a magical take. Uh, hey, now just out of curiosity, there's an anime called Radiant coming out. Yes. Yeah, I, and that's that's exactly why I was asking because I was like, Evan, don't you know about this? Yes. So Radiant is an Ankama comic. It was recently brought over this past month. Oh. To Viz, it's a. Um, so it's actually. Um, a, a French manga writer. He actually made like an amazing manga series, and I'm very excited that they are doing a full blown anime version of this series. Now, don't get me wrong; I think Akama Animation would have been fantastic as well, but they got Lurche to do this, and I love Lurche. Lurche is one of the one of the few studios who I've yet to see them do something bad. They did a Sobiasa Base this past season. They did School Live, they did Monster Musume, Assassination Classroom, Kodohana Kitan. They have an amazing track record when it comes to their shows. So I know for a fact that they are going to do a fantastic job with Radiant. Nice. 
And that's like the one I'm looking forward to the most this this coming season. Well, it looks like there's a surprise trigger anime coming out to me. Yes, uh, SSSS Gridman. That reminds me of, uh, do, you, do you remember that old Angry Beavers joke? The SS. Yeah. I only had an S stencil. I only had the S stencil. <laughs> so, who knows what Gridman is? It's actually a, um, it's if old... I'm not mistaken, it's an old school kind of like Ultraman type of show. Yep. But they're yeah, doing an anime version like of Gundam. it. And, uh, yeah, it's a superhero show. It used to be owned by Saban. Yes, and, and it was called uh, Cyber... Super Samurai... Cy- Cyber Samurai Squad. Super Samurai Squad. Wait, yeah. that, that's this? This I, is Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> Holy and so fuck, original, okay, now I'm more stoked about this yeah. as well. So so the original Japanese cut is called Gridman, and Trigger is doing Gridman, which means can, Trigger can, is can, doing can, Super Samurai Squad. Can, can they get Tim Curry to voice the villain again? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Yeah, so that's going to be So that is probably one of the most exciting, and and it says original, as Trigger always does. Trigger only does original content of of like, ooh, let's... I hope that they kick some gigabutt. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that's what the SSSS.Gridman is, Superhuman Samurai... uh, Super Samurai... Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Yes! Well, cyber is spelled with a C. But not this time! Not this time! Because we're triggering it. Yeah, because it's trigger. <laughs> yeah. So much trigger. So, uh, so, that would, so that's what my guess would be, is that what, that, that's what that, those four S's are, dot Gridman. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I want to talk about really super original anime right now. There's an anime coming out called Release the Spice. The anime begins with a lone high school girl named Momo attending a high school in the city of Sorasaki. Unbeknownst to everyone, Momo is an agent who works for a private intelligence agency, Tsukikage. <laughs> Tsukikage. Uh, and and protects the city and its people under the tu- uh, under the tutelage of her senior Yuki and her other friends. They keep peace in the city. The story will eventually focus on six uh, on six high school girls. That sounds like the most sixties anime description. Anime like begins with a lone high school girl named Momo attending high school in the city of Sorosaki. Unbeknownst to everyone, Momo is an agent who works in a private intelligence Sukikage that protects the city and its people. Under the tutelage of the senior Yuki and her other friends, they keep the peace in the city. It just sounds so generic. It's just like, and then there's red-haired uh-huh. girl, and then there's blue-haired girl, and then there's orange-haired girl, and there's purple-haired girl. Did you say will eventually focus that's, on... That, that's the, what it, it says? Yeah, the, it the will eventually focus on them. So what are they going to find? I know, the, <laughs> so the last sentence is, the story will eventually focus on six high school girls. What? So are they going to, like, show them growing up first, and then getting to high school, or... I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is that there's two Dogakobo animes coming out, and I'm excited. Do we yeah. get two Dogakobo animes this season? I'm I'm excited for one of them, the one with the maid. Yeah, so there's the maid one, <laughs> and then and then there's a cheerleading one, and it's a yes. comedy sports anime. And I, as as dumb as Dogakobo can be, and I love all of their shows um, because they just do cute stuff. That's why you watch Dogakobo is because they do cute stuff. Yeah. They're doing a sports anime, and sports anime are always pretty good. So we're gonna watch Dogakobo's anime because. It's, because it's sports anime and sports anime is good and they do dumb cute stuff all the time. <laughs> the, 
the baseball one that you're talking about that I, I was scrolling through the list. I thought I saw a baseball No, it's one a cheerleading one. one. Oh, cheerleading. Right. way off. Hey, there's a uh, Fist of the Blue Sky. Yeah, season, season two. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was. I, I just wanted to mention it. That's all. There's an an, there's an anime here called Conception. I don't know what it is, but there's a girl. It is based off of a video game series. A, apparently a really good video game series, but it does have a creepy premise. See, I played... I played the demo to to Conception Two, and I didn't love it. So yeah, it was dumb. I, so I, I didn't really. But know it's made it by Gonzo. What is? It has, I know. Yeah, Gonzo is making this show. But there's another Gonzo one too, and they're making a sumo wrestling anime, and that looks awesome. We just had a discussion. Hinomaru Zomu. Yes. We just had a discussion with a fan online on Twitter. I think. Asking about a sumo wrestling anime. Oh, was it the Badoof 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 one? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, who was it? I'm sorry that I don't remember, but I do remember the conversation we had about sumo wrestling anime. So there is there's one coming out now, and this is a remake. I know. I think I think this is a remake. It's either a remake or a or a manga adaption of an old anime. Gotcha. What about um, the the Mappa, the Studio Mappa one, Zombie Land Saga? It has no description whatsoever. Just like a whole bunch of girls on the front that look sad or scared, and then a zombie dog. Yeah, and then a zombie dog. Well, who who's gonna, who's going to be looking for the Twinkies? Yeah, <laughs> ha! That was a Zombie Land joke, and this is called Zombie Land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird. Uh, how about the one next to it called uh, Karakuri Circus that looks kind of like a anime? It has, like, a big muscly man on it. And oh, yeah, like, yeah, I saw this and then, one. And then there's, like, puppeteers that, like, have giant puppets that, like, fight things, I guess. Yeah. It looks yeah. like an anime. Yeah. It, it, I think it's it's about puppet shows, though. The, no, it, well, it has fighting in it. Fighting puppets. Yeah. You saw that. You remember that kick-ass fight scene from Team America World Police? It's going to look just like that every time. <laughs> um or, 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 it's going to look like the show that's also returning this season, Thunderbolt Fantasy. Yeah. Oh, that's I, right. I saw that. I saw Thunderbolt Fantasy was coming back, which is really super exciting because that is the most amazing puppetry you will ever no. see. You see, I thought you were talking about Zenron Kagura, of course, because Zenron Kagura is coming back with the second season, which is like, what? Is that about puppetry, though? No, I, it was just a, a about, show about that was ninjas. coming back. Yeah. It's about ninjas. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, so there is a new Senran Kagura coming out. Uh, there's also a, looks like it, it's based off of a four coma, probably, called Gaikutsu Shotenin Honda-san, which is about a bookstore, but everybody in it is a monster of some kind, and everybody's wearing a mask. It kind of, it's, it, this basically looks like if Slipknot ran a manga store. <laughs> and, like, that's legitimately what it, it looks Wait, like. Wait, is that a short anime? It could be. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm on the web version, which uh, doesn't have... Oh, no, it's not. That's a, that's a... That's gotta be a uh, a fifteen minute anime, if anything. That doesn't yeah. look like a, that doesn't look like a premise that would be a whole full half hour show. But we've said that before, and they failed hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, due to a strange incident, Akari is rescued by a vampire girl named Sophie Twilight, and Akari becomes interested in her. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. <laughs> that sounds dumb. <laughs> uh, Double Decker, Doug, and Kirill. <laughs> The city state live is still two sunrises above the city of Greenland. Sounds dumb. Uh, that's that's all I really had for the main the mainstay shows. 
Yeah, as uh, we start watching shows, I think that we'll we'll have more to talk about. Well, there's a there's a, a few TV shorts that look kind of good, I guess. Um, this one looks like another one of those hentai short animes. Which no. one? Uh, oh yeah, Sudengo Capsule Hotel. Oh yeah, that don't. No, no. I that think that is actually from the same people who did do the previous one. It it has it has Joshini in the title, so I'm wondering if it if it is. Yeah. So don't watch it, it'll be dumb. But there's this one called uh Himote House that just looks kinda cute. The comedy centers around five girls and one cat all living in a house uh, as housemates in Nakano uh Tokyo. Which I've been to Nakano, Tokyo, which is awesome. <laughs> There's a there's an interesting one here called Barrel and Sapphire or Shaolu He Shaolan, which is a if if you don't know the accent that's Chinese, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, there's a new Monogatari movie coming out, which will be interesting. Ask me this or, or answer this for me if anybody knows. Uh, a anime it's a short anime from Sayeta. Uh, called Jingai San no Yome, which looks like a flipped version of um, the bear, the one with the girl and the bear. Oh God, no! That, no, this one's totally different. Four-panel manga follows a sixteen-year-old male high school student named Tomaru Hinoa who marries a mysterious and fluffy life form named Kaganogi. What? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, An- anime, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> anime uh did you guys see that there's um episodes 13 through 16 of angels of death is only coming out on amazon prime which i don't understand unless it's only for japan i would really hope that that crunchyroll and vrv are gonna get the the last three episodes that's yeah. really strange it's really strange uh but wake derek up because horse girls oh derek derek horse girls Derek, Derek horse, girls. horse girls. All right, you have to sleep. You have to sleep. Okay, um, so there is a OVA for Horse Girls coming out, uh, which uh, Uma Musume is going to have a continuation of some sort. Maybe it'll no, be a... it centers around the characters that didn't focus on. So for people who don't care about the other characters, they're not going to really care about this. It means that I'm not going to care about it. Uh, <laughs> Do we have anything else? Not really. Okay, let's uh, let's I, wrap it up. There then. there is a Ray Zero OVA coming out, uh, but that's going to be really tough for people to get a hold of. I think. Yeah. Okay, l- let's wrap it up then. Sure. Let's let's uh, start to finish up. Sounds good. Yes. Um, so we were talking about. Um, oh. Th- okay. So first and foremost, we save this for fan service because there is something that was requested of us that we have to talk about. It wasn't the Discord channel again, was it? No. <laughs> they they very specifically asked us to talk about Fooly Cooly. That's right. Mike. Yeah. And I can't believe that we didn't talk about it because... Well, because we skipped over the What We're Watching section. Yeah, we so skipped we... over with the What We're Watching section, but we're going to talk about it now. Uh, and Derek definitely needs to be awake for it. <laughs> if, if, he w- if he doesn't wake up, then that, that's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, just I let him sleep. Content. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so, so, all right, we didn't get to talk about this at all last time because of our recording schedule, so our last episode we didn't talk about Fooly Cooly at all. Now, Evan, did you get to watch the episode three? Not yet. I have okay. not watched it yet. So, Andrew and I have seen the first three episodes of Fooly Cooly Alternative, 
which is half of the series. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Evan, you've seen two. Yes. Uh, so, Fully Cooly Alternative had a much better start yeah. at the beginning. Episode one was so much better and so much more artsy and creative, and it felt like Fully Cooly. It did. It, this one felt a but lot more But it also cooly. felt different. Yeah, it did. It And it... It, it it was more what I would have hoped for if they tried to reboot Fooly Cooly in any kind of way. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I like this looking at it this way. Like, the main original Fooly Cooly series was about the transitioning from child to teen. And Alternative feels like it's a story about the transitioning of, uh, from teen to adult. Yeah. And then... Uh, I would even say young adult, because teen to adult is a pretty large leap. Yeah, because I mean, if those high school kids think that they're becoming adults, just I think doing it, I, those I think what things. it is is they're searching for independence. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not necessarily. It's it's a new level of maturity. It's not necessarily becoming an adult because Naoto also wanted to become an adult mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. Um, which is what the well. He, here's the here's the thing. But in that regards, alternative is more about them trying to push away the whole adult aspect. They still want to goof off. They still want to act a little bit like kids. Whereas Nauta wanted to legit grow up. Right. Uh, yeah. It, which is a great thing. Like, there's the symbolism. I'm not going to really spoil anything, but there's symbolism that has to do with, like, Har- Haruko is running a food truck mm-hmm. and the food is spicy, but certain characters don't find the food spicy until they solve their problem. Which, yeah. like, was a really good little piece of symbolism. Because of in the first Fully Cooly series. Yeah, about about how... Uh, sour. Nauta didn't like sour or spicy, remember? Yeah, he didn't like little, spicy either. Little but, Prince Curry it, goes to New York, but it was also too on, spicy. But for it him. focused on the sour. Right. Um, and, yeah, and Amaro gave him sweet things so that the N.O. in his head wouldn't open up so that he couldn't get some things yeah. through. In this one, it's spice. So, I think that's really cool that they're carrying that stuff over. And I feel like they're doing this right. They feel It's more right than the last one, for sure. Than than progressive, and I I really want to hear what Japan has to say about progressive when they watch it because <laughs> so fully Cooly alternative is great. I am enjoying it. Me too. It's, it's not the first season of fully Cooly, and it's not matching up to it as. Oh no, the first season of fully Cooly is the best, but it is certainly nowhere near the worst. Yes, yeah, as. as- Bad, yeah. As progressive was. Yeah, as um, bad as progressive. It's beautiful to look at. The music works this time. The characters are wonderful. Yeah. Well, kind of. I don't like all the characters, but the main characters. I think they work together really well. They work as a team, but I like the main character the best. Yeah. I don't really know how I feel about the other girls. Yeah. Um, and Haruko is just a straight up better character. Haruko, too. Haruko is a much better character. It's weird because she's taking a sidestep to this where she's just like showing up in places and everybody's like Haruko what are you doing here yeah <laughs> that's kind of cool you know? and, and she just I like has, that like, they this, know who she is yeah and she, they just have like this she has this random job I loved in, in the new episode they showed it in the preview on Adult Swim so this isn't a spoiler but like it was really funny when it was like ah we need to check her out stat take off all of your clothes and she, they're like yeah and it's like no don't take off her clothes take off your clothes and they're like okay and they all get <laughs> naked and they're like wait why did we have to do that it was funny. It was funny. And uh, I, I just like the whole, he's, uh, she's basically taking the Rocco's Mar and Life chameleon twins role where, where they <laughs> oh, work in yeah. every single job ever. Yeah. <laughs> and she's she's just working in every single job ever that they go to. Minus 50 points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rococo. <laughs> no, no. That is not good. <laughs> snappy, snappy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yes, progressive... And that, so that came from Megadaffy on Twitter. Oh, good, yes, that's right. For we us do. to yep. talk about that. Thank you, Mike. Yep. Other Mike. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, as I had mentioned before, the other thing on Twitter that we got was from uh, the profile called, what, Badoof? Badoof. <laughs> yes. and, and it was just a message that said, Badoof, doof, doof, Badoof, Badoof. <laughs> we don't know if you're a bot or not because I think he is because, a bot, but yeah, because it, because it said Badoof bot, but I I replied to it anyway. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, and I said yo, or Badoof as indeed. or as Badoof would say, Badoof. Uh, all right, Badoof. Let's go. Yeah, to some fan service. Uh, sorry, sorry. We just did. <laughs> shameless, plugs. Shameless, shameless plugs. Okay, guys, if you want to join in on the conversation and you want to talk about the new season of anime, because by the time this episode comes out, the new season of anime is already going to be started, and we're going to talk about more of what's happening before our uh, before our follow-up episode is aired. So if you guys want to talk about that, you can email us over at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also email us and message us on facebook.com slash wickedanime, where you can message us, look at news and updates that we like to post, reviews, all that kind of good stuff. Our con schedule, maybe even, uh, if we're going to AAC or if we're going to Anime Boston, whatever. Uh, you can find us at Wicked Anime Reviews, or I'm sorry, facebook.com slash wickedanime. You can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where you are probably listening to this podcast right now if you're not listening to it on iTunes or Sound or Podchasers or Stitcher. Or Google Play. Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts. And hey, check this out. Spotify. Wicked Anime is on Spotify now, too. And we also have a new distributor for uh, Acast. And Acast is a... uh, They're a network that also releases podcasts. And you can subscribe to them. It's kind of like Stitcher, but we're actually being distributed by Acast. Mm. So you can actually go to Acast, download the Acast app on your phone, and you can subscribe to our channel and get uh, our podcast directly from them. Acast is actually an associate of the BBC network over in the UK. Ooh! (laughs) Turn the good! Um, So... If you guys want to see our videos, you can go to youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews, and you can subscribe to us whenever videos, whenever the hell they come out, I don't know. Uh, if they ever do again. If they ever do, which we might kick it off. Uh, oh, Greg, there you go. You got it. Found us on Acast. Huh? This is pretty awesome, guys. It's on Spotify. That's Spotify. Oh, that's Spotify? Yes, that's oh, pretty cool. awesome. You well, have to scroll to, down a little bit. Go to Acast as well, and download that app, and then subscribe to us there. Bam. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on all the other social medias. You can find us at Tumblr. You can find us at Twitter and tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. You can find us at Twitch. You can find us. You can find me streaming personally. That's I have when I, at my Picardo.tv slash Stickfigure5000. If you're interested in art, because I'm doing that a lot more often. Subscri- subscribe to my art stream, and then you can fi- watch me draw. Maybe you can watch him draw a picture of Greg into our. Wicked anime uh, CD covers. You know, our, CD, our album covers. In that red security shirt. <laughs> well, seeing that I draw them in black and white, no. Alrighty, never mind. <laughs> I always pictured that Greg's picture would be too tall, so his face would be behind the title of Wicked Anime. Well, I always imagined that it would just be half of his body. You just, just, you just see his legs in just the background. Huge. So he'd be like Nanny from Muppet Babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that's where you can find all of us. Where they, where can they find you, Evan? 
Okay, so for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on Twitter at kingbaby.esh, and on the J-pop, video games, and amino pages at kingbaby.esh. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smash Rook. And happy to announce that we will be at another anime convention this November. That is awesome. Yes. Okay, Derek, go ahead. Thanks, Derek. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) That's your best one yet. (laughs) All right, guys. That's all we have for the anime podcast today. Our anime Our, anime, our anime thing. Yeah. <laughs> this little anime thing that we do. Uh, and so, in the next episode, you're going to hear us talk about probably the new shows that we've been watching. Yeah, the ones that we We talked about watching. a lot more probably. than I thought we were going to. Mm. So. Uh, but we only talked about less than half of them. Yeah. So. But you yeah. get to look forward to that. Tell us what you're watching, though, because then... Because then we can expand our horizons a little bit. Yeah. I'm kind of excited for Manime Puppets. <laughs> we should um, also talk about Book Club, because I think we haven't done a book club in a while. Yeah, we haven't. Because I haven't had time to read. I because haven't had of time this, to read Because either. this anime season has been so busy. Yeah. yeah. I've watched so many shows this season that I had no time to read manga. <laughs> we'll be sure to announce when we're going to be doing the next uh, anime book club so that we can uh, get our readers on so that they can read if they choose to. Yes. Otherwise, either, either, I, otherwise, it's going to be a good time at it anyways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it'll be good. All right. So, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Join us next time when we're going to be talking about some more anime stuff. And right now, it is time to sign off the only way we know how. Kiba! Kiba! Good point, there. Sure, it is. It's just a weird concept because it's just like there's still nothing there. I, yeah, I could say so many horrible things right now, but I just I can't. Yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, and then it's just like the same thing of just like, all right, well, I'm watching an anim- uh, an animation play, but but there's nothing really happening. It's just an animation playing in a VR headset. But uh, I t- I don't I don't know if I want to get into this, but how do you? How do you make a pornographic game from from the female, the female perspective? perspective? Well, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> don't you touch me? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and that's what I mean. It's just going to be weird. Like, it's just going to be. It's. I mean, I'm going to edit this part out. But like, just just think about this. Like, you're, it's like okay. Like, you're, it's time for the time for the whatever sex scene is going to happen in this game. <laughs> So, like, the game prompts you to get on your hands and knees, and then it's just a blank screen in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Porn scene. Yeah. Yay. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.